long have you been listening? Uh, look, uh, I realize you're eager for a show, but um, I'm actually still on my way home from work. Um, yeah, I'm in my car. Give me an hour. Give me an hour or so. I will record a show tonight. Give me an hour or so. Come back and I'll have a show for you. Go, go, go buy yourself a coffee, do the crossword, and we'll have a show. Alrighty. Go on. Get out of here. Hey, Tom. This is Kat from the Catfish Show. And a little while ago, you asked people to send in a little limerick of 10 with Tom. Well, I'm really not very good at this, so I came up with a limerick of a man getting married. Seeing as, well, you just got married, maybe this will work. There once was a man who married. An eye river he carried. He asked to do a show. She replied a big no. And off to Fiji they ferried. So there you go. That's my little limerick for 10 with Tom. Thanks. Bye. Hey, how you doing? Come on in. Have a seat. Thanks for spending 10 with Tom. Let me tell you, I don't mind telling you that I am absolutely exhausted. Welcome to 10 with Tom, the podcast coming from the deep hole in which I have obviously slipped. You know, it's funny, back when I started 10 with Tom, I was doing part-time uni. That's university for my friends across the ocean. And I was doing about 15 hours a week work. Ha! And a couple of nights work. So we're talking about 20 hours a week work. And of course I wasn't married at that time. So I didn't spend as much, you know, didn't spend every evening with my now wife. And, you know, I thought, it's tough. It's tough finding time to sit down and put together a 10-minute podcast. However, I thought to myself, once I'm married and spend every night with my wife, every evening with my wife and all day, and I'm working full-time, i.e. 40 hours a week work, then I shall have plenty of time and energy to pour into a podcast. Keep listening, because I'll tell you the point where my logic was dreadfully flawed. I actually have far, far less hours in the week than I thought to put together a podcast. And no matter how much, uh, even though I enjoy it a a great deal, um, I have to beg for your forgiveness for not putting out um, any peep in the last little while. Because, yeah, I've just been absolutely up to my eyeballs in it. In a good way. And and I've lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to ramble because post-production is not going to happen this evening. <laughs> well, maybe it will. Depending on how far off the track I've gone. Listen to me, I sound like every other bad podcast in the world talking about how making excuses for not putting out a show. Whereas the real podcasters, they're out there putting out shows week after week and genuinely apologizing if they miss one. That's another thing. Um, Don't have broadband, not at uni anymore. So how do you get get your podcasts? I don't know. I suppose I shall have to start paying for my own broadband and upgrading my machine. Don't get me wrong. Um, Steve Jobs made a good move when he put out the 
G3i books back in 2000. And anyone who's still trying to run one can sympathize with me. It's a little bit slow. And uh, the modem has a loose connection now so that you have to jiggle the cord when you want to collect, connect via dial-up. And I had a problem with the charger as well. But I managed to mend that with some pair of pliers and some electrical tape. No worries. See, I, I do want to get, I do want to upgrade, um, but I want to get a laptop. D don't want to get a, don't want to get a G4. Want to get the new Intel thing. Don't want the the MacBook Pro, as it's called. So I'm waiting for the cheaper one to come out. Not to get too technical, because there are so many others who do that so much better than me. I assume. See, without broadband, I haven't been able to doubt. I haven't listened to a podcast in weeks. Do people still do this? Has this fad just passed? Do I have the monopoly on the podcasting world? Who knows? So, long and short, without trying to sound too corny, sorry that I haven't got a show. I came home, as I said, and sat down and wrote out my segments and my entries and and everything to get ready and all my segues. Huh. Speaking of segues, here's one now. My brother Dave. He uh you heard Cat before. This is Dave's entry into the Limerick competition, trying to find the official ten with Tom Limerick. Thanks, Dave. Hi Tom, it's me, your brother, Dave. Um here's my limerick for you. Come listen to Aussie Tom's podcast and you'll find out that when 10 minutes has passed, the absolute joy of hearing from that Aussie boy will never be surpassed. There you go, Tom. I hope that's okay. Um, well, at least I'll get five points. See you around. Got one word for Cranky Pants this week. Keys. Keys. Definitely should have written more than one word. Gonna have to ex expand this on the fly. Keys. When was the key invented? I don't know. I seem to have some vague recollection of a medieval diagram of a key in a lock. I don't know. But honestly, where's my key ring? Not within arm's reach. It's a shame because it would have made a great sound effect. But how many keys does the average person carry around? I was so happy when I sold my car. And for a brief period of time, I had one key on my key ring, my house key. Oh, that's my ultimate aim in life, just to have one key. Just one key, because then you just carry it. You don't even need the key ring. It's like redundant to have a key ring and just one key. But now I've got two car keys for the two cars, the house key, the laundry key, another key, some other key. I don't even know what half my keys do, and a bunch of work keys. I've got to like carry around a bum bag for my for my key ring because it's massive. And as I was saying about the medieval thing, why in this day and age do we still have to carry around all that metal? Because it's dangerous. You might fall over. You might get sucked into an electromagnet. Why why don't don't they have this thing where you just have one key and you just change your locks? Or you authorize different keys to go in the one lock. Or 
the door just does like a bio sensogram and tells when you come in just opens because then you wouldn't even have to have your hands full although I did have this idea and this is this is doable a Swiss army knife key ring and you know on a Swiss army knife or a pocket knife um, the blade just flicks out like that and you might have three different blades and a toothpick and a compass and I don't know whatever you have and it's, I don't know. anyway what if instead of all those blades flicking out everywhere we had keys and they just fold out and there's your house key da 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 you can just get the different attachments that's brilliant someone's going to bring that out now where's my note keys alright uh, if you wouldn't mind just turning around I'll just take off my cranky pants and move into 10 points 10 points from last week we were looking for the official 10 with Tom Limerick you've heard two of the three entries um, that's almost a record This the, the winning entry however is uh, from Phil over at pjs.net.au and he didn't send in an mp3 so I've sent in an mp3 reading out his limerick which is the winning entry and it goes a little something like this there was a young caster named Tom a place named Strayer he was from his timing was tough 10 wasn't enough Maybe Fox could give him a sitcom. There you go. The winning entry. The official 10 with Tom um, Limerick. Thanks, Phil, from pds.net.au for sending that in. Something else Phil helped me send in with the was my new phone. Phil, being a purveyor of mobile phones, helped me sign up for my new phone. And it's one of these new fancy phones when you flip it over and it turns into a camera just think my last phone actually was a camera phone too but you had to sort of clip on the camera and then you had to sort of empty some flash powder into a little cradle and you had to put a big blanket over your head and your phone and yeah it's a bit old um, but this is great it's it's really a, what is it two megapixels so anyway I've been snapping and snapping and this uh, is going somewhere if you go over to 10withtom.com you'll find three pictures which I snapped on my camera phone phone camera and basically they're obscure angles of relatively everyday objects I think and all I want you to do is go over to 10 with Tom, have a look at the three photos and send me an email tom at 10 with Tom about what you think the photos are. Got A's from a bunch of people this week, but um, in order to tell you what they are, I'd have to connect to the internet with my dodgy dial up. And um, well, just go over to 10withtom.com and you'll see. Probably the usual crowd. Just the people who sent in for the thing. Daryl from Potdog. He writes. He's nice. Go and listen to him. If you're from one of the Commonwealth nations, no doubt you're excited about the upcoming Commonwealth Games. Not a big sports fan, but I love the sports. The last Olympic Games, what were they, Athens? Oh, I was up till two in the morning watching all those events. And um, the Tour de France, that was fantastic. We got all of that onto. So I'm really pumped. Commonwealth Games coming up. Um, big international event. I'm sure you hear all about it. It's in Melbourne. That's in Australia, down down south where we put all the weirdos. Um, but it's Australia. 
And of course, the Winter Olympics just about to start. That's exciting too. And you'll know that here about them in my much more frequent, much more frequent tens with Tom. Oh, I'm going way over time. Surprise, surprise. My show's getting longer. Everyone's show's getting longer. The big show, Aaron and Jenny, what are they up to? Two hours now? Huh. I'm <laughs> ah, just kidding, guys. More to love, honestly. Anywho, I hope I haven't um, been too exhausted. Hopefully I've had enough energy to inspire you today. Go out there and do something extra specially special. Australian, if you're not Australian. Or not Australian if you are. Uh, thanks for spending 10 with me. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. Pop on over to 10withtom.com or write me an email at tom at 10withtom.com. There's a voice thing and there's a whole lot of other stuff too. But it's all over on 10withtom.com. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Hey, Tom here. So I'm sitting back and I'm just trying to whack together this show uh, in um, Audacity, which is a great program if uh, you don't have GarageBand or anything else and are stuck in a hole. Um, And I'm watching the news while I'm doing this. Breaking news. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh are going to visit Australia to open the Games. Hilarious. And that made... The the thing about the Queen made about 15 seconds news time. And then following that was about a five-minute story about uh, the Premier of New South Wales State who made a comment about some other bureaucrat uh, at a conference and didn't know the microphone was on. And that was a five-minute story. But the Queen coming for a visit, that got a quick mention. But it's exciting. It was just very funny because he's standing there with the uh, with the other premiers of the other states, and oh, it was just—it was hilarious. Anyway, I just thought that would—I thought it was worth coming back on and lengthening the show to tell you that. Keep you up to date with news in Australia. The Queen is visiting, and Premier Yama insulted somebody. Anyway, I'm going to keep listening to the news in case there's something else that I've got to tell you about. If you don't hear from me again. I'll hear from you next week and tell you other news and that. Okay, thanks for still listening, even though this is almost as long as Aaron and Jenny's introduction. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you guys. See ya.